today I want to talk about what it means to be born of the Holy Spirit of the Lord. Leo ningependa kuzungumzia maana ya kuzaliwa upya kwa Roho Mtakatifu wa Bwana. And in this conversation today na katika mazungumzo haya siku ya leo I would like your listeners to pay specific attention ningependa wasikilizaji wako wakapate kuzingatia hasa to the biblical context when the Lord Jesus ule muktadha wa Biblia ambapo Bwana wetu Yesu himself yeye mwenyewe spoke to us about what it means to be born of the spirit of the Lord Alitunenea juu ya maana ya kuzaliwa kwa roho wa Bwana. Now this is a very important conversation. Na haya ni mazungumzo ya muhimu kabisa because we know it too well. Kwa kuwa tunajua vyema kabisa that Christ Jesus the Messiah. Ya kuwa Kristo Yesu Masia is the spirit filled man. Ni mtu aliyejazwa roho. And yet even the kingdom of god almighty in heaven na ilihali hata ufalme wa mungu mkuu mwenyezi mbinguni is the spirit filled kingdom of god ni ufalme wa mungu uliojawa roho it is a spiritual kingdom ni ufalme wa kiroho and we also know that the wedding of the lamb of god almighty na pia tunajua kwamba arusi ya mwanakondoo wa mungu mkuu mwenyezi is a spiritual wedding ni arusi ya kiroho So this becomes very very imperative and important. Na basi hii inafanyika iliyonyeti na ya muhimu kabisa that the Christians will understand what it means to be spirit formed. Ya kuwa Wakristo watapata kuelewa inamaanisha nini kuumbwa katika roho. Now I want to start by looking at the book of John chapter 3. Ningependa kuanza kwa kuangazia kitabu cha Yohana mlango wa tatu. And in John chapter 3 we see a very very important message that the Lord left us. Na katika Yohana mlango wa tatu, tunaona ujumbe wa muhimu zaidi ambao Bwana alituachia. When a man called Nicodemus wakati ambapo mtu anayeitwa Nicodemo visited with Jesus alimtembelea Bwana Yesu. But what is even most important in that conversation lakini kile ambacho ni cha muhimu hata zaidi katika mazungumzo hayo is the discourse the dialogue that ensued between Jesus and this man ni yale mazungumzo yaliyoibuka kati ya Yesu na mtu huyu a deliberate conversation mazungumzo ya kimakusudi and dialogue that the lord laid out ambayo bwana aliyaweka chini for the church to be able to learn a lesson especially in these last days kwa kanisa kuweza kujifunza funzo hasa sana katika hizi siku za mwisho prior to the wedding of the lamb kabla ya arusi ya mwana kondoo now in john chapter 3 verse 1 he says katika yohana mlango wa tatu mstari wa kwanza anasema hivi now there was a man of the pharisees named nicodemus basi palikuwa na mtu mmoja farisayo jina lake Nikodemo a member of the Jewish ruling council mmoja wa baraza la Wayahudi lililotawala you know that the Jewish ruling council mwajua kwamba baraza la Wayahudi lilokuwa linatawala i remember very well when the lord allowed me to live in israel before he called me there 
Nakumbuka vyema kabisa wakati bwana aliniruhusu nikaishi Israeli kabla ya kuniita kutoka kule. For seven years. Kwa miaka saba. The members of the Jewish ruling council they are a minority in Israel. Wanachama wa baraza la Wayahudi linalotawala ni wachache kabisa Israeli. And not only are they a minority but they are also very influential. Na pia kando na kuwa wachache wao ni watu wenye kuathiri zaidi. They are very very influential. In fact they call them the Orthodox Jews. Ni watu mashuhuri kabisa na wanaitwa Orthodox Jews. Or the Hasidim. Ama Hasidim. And this is a college it is a college of rabbis. Ni chuo cha marabii. They are especially trained in a special yeshiva in a special uh, ulpan they call it ulpan in hebrew a school for training rabbis na wanafundishwa katika chuo maalum kabisa cha kuwafundisha hao marabi ambacho kinaitwa ulpan katika kiibrania and that ulpan is a very popular ulpan world over it is in jerusalem na hicho chuo cha ulpan ni chuo ambacho kinajulikana kabisa kote kote duniani kinapatikana yerusalemu it is called yeshiva inaitwa yeshiva but they are trained as orthodox jews lakini wanafundishwa kama wayahudi wanaofuatilia tamaduni zao conservative jews that maintain the word they keep the law of moses wayahudi makinifu ambao wanafuatilia na kuishi sawasawa na sheria ya musa and they help the society na wanasaidia jamii to know what to do kujua kile cha kufanya how to live jinsi ya kuishi what to eat kile cha kukula how to dress jinsi ya kuvalia how to speak jinsi ya kuongea how to appear before jehovah jinsi ya kujiwasilisha mbele za jehovah how to pray how to worship jinsi ya kuomba jinsi ya kuabudu they are the leaders of society wao ndio viongozi wa jumuiya in fact even until today na hakika ni ya kwamba hata mpaka wa leo in israel most of the religious jews the hasidim kule israeli wengi wa viongozi wa kidini mahasidim or the orthodox jews ama wayahudi wa orthodox they do not eat any other food hawali chakula kingine chochote they don't eat any food except that that food be certified hawakuli chakula chochote isipokuwa ya kwamba hicho chakula kimedhibitishwa by the rabbinate na rabbinate the rabbinate being the college and the school of orthodox rabbi rabbinate ikiwa ni shule ama chuo cha marabii wa kiorthodox and they are the ones that certify the food and once the food is certified as clean for the Jews na ni wao ndio hudhibitisha na kuhakikisha chakula na punde tu chakula kile kimedhibitishwa kuwa ni safi kwa matumizi ya wayahudi then they call it kosher basi wanakiita kosha all over the world it's sent all over the world for the Jews that live all over the world kote kote duniani kinatumwa kote kote duniani kwa wayahudi wanaoishi kote kote duniani so i'm using this that you may understand the role of nicodemus na basi ninatumia hii ili kuwa mkapate kuelewa jukumu la nicodemus 
even as Nicodemus came to Jesus. Hata wakati Nikodemo alipomjia Yesu. Nicodemus was not a common person. Nikodemo hakuwa mtu wa kawaida. In the Jewish society. Katika jamii ya Kiyahudi. Nicodemus was a member of the Jewish ruling council. Nikodemo alikuwa mmoja wa baraza la Wayahudi lililokuwa linatawala. And that's why in Israel the Hasidim the orthodox jews the rabbinate na ndo manake kule israeli mahasidim wayahudi wanaofuata sheria yani marabi the rabbis the school of rabbis in yeshiva shule ya marabi kule yeshiva that ulpan katika hiyo ulpan they control even the politics of the day they are such a minority but they control the politics wanaendesha hata siasa ya siku baada ya siku ni kundi dogo kabisa lakini wanadhibiti hata siasa that's why israel is called a jewish state na ndo manake israeli inaitwa taifa la kiyahudi because the rest of the jews are secular but they are orthodox manake wayahudi wengine ni wa kiulimwengu lakini hawa ni wale wa kufuatilia sheria and they are conservative and they ensure that the law of the lord the law of moses is maintained na wamejitenga na kujilinda na wanahakikisha kwamba sheria ya Musa sheria ya Mungu inadumishwa and is upheld in the nation na inaendelezwa katika taifa So Nicodemus was coming from this group of people who were very influential. Kwa hivyo Nicodemo alikuwa anatoka katika kundi hili la watu ambao walikuwa mashuhuri sana. People that led the society, they helped the people how to live. Watu walioongoza jamii, waliwaongoza watu jinsi ya kuishi. But it's amazing to me that the Bible says now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus Lakini yanishangaza ya kuwa Biblia inasema basi palikuwa na mtu mmoja Farisayo jina lake Nicodemus A member of the Jewish ruling council Mmoja wa baraza la Wayahudi lilotawala He came to Jesus at night and said Rabbi we know that you are a teacher who has come from God Almighty Huyu alimjia Yesu usiku na akamwambia Rabi, tunajua kuwa wewe ni mwalimu uliyetumwa na Mungu For no one can perform the miraculous signs you are doing if God were not with him Kwa maana hakuna mtu awezaye kufanya miujiza hii uifanyayo wewe kama Mungu hayuko pamoja naye So you see Nicodemus despite being a leader. Kwa hivyo waona kwamba ijapokuwa Nicodemo alikuwa kiongozi. In society opinion leader. Alikuwa kiongozi wa maswala katika jumuiya. The guide that leads the nation. Kiongozi anayeliongoza taifa. Telling them what to do, what to eat, what to say, how to worship. Akiwaambia kile cha kufanya, kile cha kukula, jinsi ya kuongea, jinsi ya kuabudu. But when he observed Jesus. Lakini wakati alipomtazama Yesu. When he watched the ministry of Jesus of Nazareth. Alipoitazama huduma ya Yesu Kristo wa Nazareti. He realized alitambua that there was desolation within the Jewish camp. Yakuwa kulikuwepo na ukiwa katika kambi ya Wayahudi. There was desolation within the ruling council. Kulikuwepo na ukiwa katika baraza lililokuwa linatawala. God was not moving there. Mungu hakuwa anafanya kazi kule. But in the ministry of Jesus. Lakini katika huduma ya Yesu, the Lord 
had outpoured his presence Bwana alikuwa amemimina uwepo wake his glory utukufu wake and his power na nguvu zake and so that is what compels nicodemus na basi hicho ndicho kilimlazimu nicodemo to finally come to jesus and say we know you are a teacher rabbi teacher kumjia yesu na kumwambia kwamba tunajua kwamba wewe ni mwalimu rabbi yani manake mwalimu we know you are an emissary a messenger tunajua kwamba wewe ni mjumbe sent from god almighty our god uliyetumwa kutoka kwa mungu mkuu mwenyezi mungu wetu because nobody can do the signs and the wonders and the miracles that you are doing maana hakuna mtu awezaye kufanya ishara maajabu na miujiza unayotenda except that he has come from god almighty isipokuwa yakuwa amekuja kutoka kwa mungu mkuu mwenyezi sent by jehovah el shaddai isipokuwa yakuwa ametumwa na yehova el shaddai and look at what jesus replied him in john chapter 3 Natazama kile ambacho Yesu alimjibu katika Yohana mlango wa tatu mstari wa tatu. And this is what is most important for the church today. Na hiki ndicho cha muhimu zaidi kwa kanisa leo hii. He says in reply Jesus declared I tell you the truth no one can see the kingdom of God almighty unless he is born again. Na anasema Yesu akamjibu Amin amin nakwambia mtu hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu asipozaliwa mara ya pili Mstari wa How can a man be born when he is old Nicodemus asked Nicodemo akauliza awezaje mtu kuzaliwa wakati akiwa mzee Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born Hakika hawezi kuingia mara ya pili kwenye tumbo la mama yake ili azaliwe And so when Nicodemus was told that unless a man be born again Na basi wakati Nicodemo aliambiwa ya kwamba mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili He cannot see the kingdom of God. Hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu. This was the most disturbing question to the Jews. Hili lilikuwa swali sumbufu kabisa kwa Wayahudi. This became the most disturbing question to Nicodemus. Why? Hili likafanyika swali sumbufu kabisa kwa Nicodemo. Kwa nini? Because the sole purpose of the Jewish ruling council Manake kusudiku kabisa la baraza la Wayahudi lilokuwa likitawala In Israel Kule Israeli was as a matter of fact Lilikuwa kwa hakika intended to navigate the society Lilikusudiwa kuelekeza jamii to help the people kuwasaidia watu that in whatever they live to do ya kwamba katika chochote walichoishi kutenda In whatever they live to say Katika chochote walichoishi kunena In whatever they eat Katika chochote wanachokula How they walk how they dress how they worship Jinsi walivyotembea jinsi walivyovalia jinsi walivyoabudu How they pray how they praise Jinsi walivyoomba jinsi walivyosifu Whatever they live to do Chochote walichoishi kutenda was meant to help navigate them 
kilikusudiwa kuwasaidia kuwaelekeza into the kingdom of God katika ufalme wa Mungu and so to them this was a very disturbing question na basi kwao hili lilikuwa swali sumbufu kabisa especially Nicodemus hasa sana Nicodemus that now they were being told ya kwamba sasa walikuwa wanaambiwa they must be born again ya kuwa ni lazima wakazaliwe mara ya pili in order to enter In other words inherit the kingdom of God. Ili wakapate kuingia, manake ni ya kwamba ili wakapate kuridhi ufalme wa Mungu. They knew they were the chosen people of God. Walijua kwamba walikuwa watu wa Mungu wachaguliwa. They knew that the kingdom of God belongs to them. Walijua kwamba ufalme wa Mungu ni wao. But here they were now confronted. Lakini hapa sasa wakakabiliwa. With a very important question. Na swali lilonyeti kabisa. Because they knew that Jesus in his works. Manake walijua kwamba Yesu katika kazi zake. In his ministry. Katika huduma yake. Must have come from the kingdom of God Almighty. Ni lazima alikuwa anatoka katika ufalme wa Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. The very kingdom that they belong to. Ufalme ule ule ambao na wao pia walimilikiwa. The very kingdom that they were looking forward to entering. Ufalme ule ule waliokuwa wakitarajia kuingia. The very kingdom whose inheritance they were long promised. Ufalme ule ule ambao urithi wake waliahidiwa kitambo. Whose inheritance by the God of Jacob, the God of Israel. Na Mungu wa Yakobo, Mungu wa Israeli. The God of Abraham and Isaac. Mungu wa Abrahamu na Isaka. Now they were confronted with a yardstick. Sasa walikabiliwa na kipimio. A standard. Kiwango. A measure, a benchmark. Kipimio, alama that they had to fulfill to enter the kingdom of God. Ambayo ilikuwa lazima wakafikie ndiposa wakaingia kwa ufalme wa Mungu. And what becomes most important? Na kile kinachofanyika cha muhimu zaidi. I hope you can see the church in this whole story here in this situation. Natumai mwaweza kuliona kanisa katika hali hii yote. In this conversation between God and man. Katika mazungumzo haya kati ya Mungu na mwanadamu. That even many times as the church has walked out there And they have said look we are the children of God. Ya kwamba hata mara nyingi wakati kanisa limetembea kule nje na kusema kwamba tazama sisi ni watoto wa Mungu. We are the Christians. Sisi ndio wakristo. And we are the heirs. We are the ones that tutaridhi we will inherit the kingdom of God. Na sisi ni waridhi. Sisi ndio wale tutakaoridhi ufalme wa Mungu. Then the church becomes all of a sudden confronted with the most important question basi ghafla kanisa linakabiliwa na swali la muhimu zaidi that she must be born again ya kuwa ni lazima likazaliwe mara ya pili to enter the kingdom of god ili kuingia katika ufalme wa mungu but what is most important really is how jesus answered nicodemus lakini kile kilicho cha muhimu zaidi ni vile ambavyo yesu alimjibu nicodemo when nicodemus asked But how can a man go back to his mother's womb and be born again when he's old? Wakati Nikodemo aliuliza kwamba je, lakini yawezekanaje ya kwamba mtu arudi katika tumbo la mama yake na azaliwa mara ya pili wakati ni mzee? Listen to how Jesus answered in verse 5. Sikizeni vile Yesu alivyomjibu katika mstari wa tano. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water 
and the spirit Yesu akamwambia Amin amin nakwambia Hakuna mtu yeyote anayeweza kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu isipokuwa amezaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho And he says flesh gives birth to flesh and the spirit gives birth to spirit Na anasema mwili huzaa mwili lakini roho huzaa roho It is so important for you to understand this Ni muhimu kabisa kwenu ninyi kuelewa hii Precious listeners Wasikilizaji wa dhamani But Jesus even as Nicodemus was confused Ya kuwa Yesu hata wakati ule ambapo Nicodemo alikuwa amechanganyikiwa He was disturbed as to how a man who is old already like he was can go back to his mother's womb and be born again Alikuwa anasumbuka juu ya jinsi ambavyo mtu ambaye ni mzee mtu mzima kama vile alivyokuwa anaweza kurudi katika tumbo la mama yake na kuzaliwa mara ya pili Then instead of making matters better for him Na sasa badala ya kumwafadhalishia mambo The Lord Jesus made things worse for Nicodemus Bwana Yesu aliharibu mambo hata zaidi kwa Nicodemo He now introduces the birth he says unless you be born of water and the spirit he introduces two things Anatambulisha mambo mawili anamwambia ya kwamba usipozaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho Hallelujah Hallelujah And we see very clearly here Na tunaona kwa wazi zaidi mahali hapa that in expanding the birth of water and the spirit Yakuwa katika kupanua kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho Jesus went on to say Yesu aliendelea na kusema hivi You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again Kwa hiyo usishangae ninapokuambia huna budi kuzaliwa mara ya pili Verse 8 Mstari wa nane. The wind blows wherever it pleases You hear its sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. That is very interesting right there. Upepo huvuma popote upendapo. Mvumo wake unausikia lakini huwezi kufahamu utokako wala uendako. Ndivyo ilivyo kwa kila mtu aliyezaliwa na roho. Hiyo ni ya ajabu kabisa mahali pale. Jesus was talking to Nicodemus in a manner that later on we begin to understand that was very inconspicuous. It was very hidden. Yesu alikuwa akizungumza na Nicodemo katika njia ambayo baadaye tunaelewa ya kwamba ilikuwa njia fiche. It was very concealed. Ilikuwa njia iliyofunikwa kabisa. Because he said unless a man be born again. Maana alisema kwamba mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili. He cannot see the kingdom of God Almighty. Hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. But in the next level even as he tries to explain to Nicodemus Lakini katika kiwango kifuatacho hata alipojaribu kumuelezea Nicodemo He introduces the birth of water and the spirit Anatambulisha kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho 
and in the process he equates it to the wind na katika hali hiyo analinganisha huko na upepo that blows you can hear it but you cannot tell where it's going or where it's coming from upepo unaovuma unaweza kuusikia lakini huwezi kufahamu unatoka wapi wala unaenda wapi in other words he was saying kwa maneno mengine alikuwa anasema he that is born of the spirit ya kuwa yeye aliyezaliwa kwa roho ultimately becomes like the wind hatimaye anafanyika kama upepo you can feel the blowing unaweza kuhisi kuvuma kwake you can see the signs the fruit the product of the blowing of the wind unaweza kuona dalili unaweza kuona matunda unaweza kuona athari za mvumo wa upepo but you cannot tell where it is going or where it's coming from lakini hauwezi kufahamu uendako wala utokako in so doing jesus was emphasizing to the church today na basi katika kufanya hivyo yesu alikuwa analisisitizia kanisa leo hii that the things of the spirit ya kuwa vitu vya roho though their fruit can be physically manifest hata kama matunda yake yanaweza kudhihirishwa kihalisia in this created realm katika nyanja hii iliyoumbwa you can see the works of the spirit in a christian waweza kuona kazi za roho katika mkristo you can see the product of the spirit filled church waweza kuona matunda ya kanisa lilojaanzwa roho on this earth katika hii dunia the fruit the work of the spirit filled christian tunda kazi ya mkristo aliyejaanzwa roho and yet they are going and they are coming na ili hali kwenda kwao na kuja kwao ni fiche kabisa kumefunikwa sana and unless the life of the spirit born and spirit filled and spirit formed christian na isipokuwa maisha ya mkristo aliyezaliwa na roho mkristo aliyejazwa roho na mkristo aliyeumbwa kiroho unless their lives are totally concealed maisha yao yasipofunikwa kabisa kabisa to this created realm to the world kwa huu ulimwengu uliyoumbwa yani kwa dunia then they are not born of the spirit basi hawajazaliwa kwa roho that is what the lord was saying here hicho ndicho bwana alikuwa anasema mahali hapa you are telling the church look you will be concealed alikuwa akiliambia kanisa kwamba tazama utafichwa You will be hidden the world will not understand you. Utafichika ulimwengu hautakuelewa. But the fruit of your work they will see. Lakini tunda la kazi yako wataona. And yes the world should not even understand you. Na hakika kweli ulimwengu hata haupaswi kukuelewa. If you're born of the spirit. Iwapo umezaliwa kwa roho. I want you to turn with me in order to understand this better. Ninataka mkafungue pamoja nami ili kwamba kuelewa hii bora zaidi. To the book of John chapter 1. Kitabu cha Yohana mlango wa kwanza. That you may understand what Jesus was laying to the church. Ili kwamba mkaelewe kile ambacho Yesu alikuwa analiwekea kanisa. John chapter 1 Yohana mlango wa kwanza We see in the beginning was the word Tunaona kwamba hapo mwanzo alikuwako neno And the word was with God Na huyo neno alikuwa pamoja na Mungu 
And the word was God. Naye neno alikuwa Mungu. He was with God in the beginning. Tangu mwanzo huyo neno alikuwa pamoja na Mungu. And it says through him all things were made. Na anasema ya kwamba vitu vyote viliumbwa kwa yeye. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Pasipo yeye hakuna chochote kilichoumbwa ambacho kimeumbwa. In him was life and the life that was light the light of man ndani yake ndimo ulimokuwa uzima na huo uzima ulikuwa nuru ya watu the light shines in the darkness but the darkness has not understood it nuru hungaa gizani na logiza halikuielewa i want you to turn with me very fast to verse 10 ninataka mkaende pamoja nami kwa haraka kabisa katika mstari wa 10 for purposes of this being born in the spirit kwa ajili ya makusudi ya huku kuzaliwa katika roho he says asema he was in the world and though the world was made through him the world did not recognize him anasema huyo neno alikuwepo ulimwenguni na ingawa ulimwengu uliumbwa kwa yeye haukumtambua Verse 11 of John chapter 1 he says Mstari wa 11 wa Yohana mlango wa kwanza anasema hivi He came to that which was his own but his own did not receive him Alikuja kwa wale waliokuwa wake lakini wao hawakumpokea Yet to all who received him to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of God. Bali wote waliompokea, wote walioliamini jina lake, aliwapa uwezo wa kufanyika watoto wa Mungu. Mstari wa 13 anasema, Children born not of natural descent, hawa watoto wamezaliwa si kwa damu, nor of human decision, wala kwa mapenzi ya mwili, or a husband's will wala kwa mapenzi ya mume but born of god bali kwa mapenzi ya mungu and so you see when jesus was talking to nicodemus na basi waona kwamba wakati yesu alikuwa anamzungumzia nikodemo in john chapter 3 katika yohana mlango wa 3 all the way down kuteremuka chini verse 5 in that conversation as he goes on to verse 8 Mstari wa tano katika mazungumzo hayo akiteremka mpaka mstari wa nane. Of being born of water and the spirit. Mazungumzo ya kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho. Jesus was literally emphasizing the concept of being born again. Yesu kimsingi alikuwa anasisitiza swala hili la kuzaliwa mara ya pili. As being built in two stages kama swala lilojengwa katika hatua mbili in a ladder of two stages katika ngazi ya hatua mbili and it's amazing that even as nicodemus na inashangaza ya kwamba hata wakati ule ambapo nicodemus was asking how a man can be born again alipokuwa akiuliza jinsi mtu anaweza kuzaliwa mara ya pili we now see in john chapter 1 sasa tunaona katika yohana mlango wa kwanza verses 10 on to 13 mstari wa 10 hadi wa 13 that essentially jesus was emphasizing to nicodemus ya kuwa kimsingi yesu alikuwa anamsisitizia nicodemus 
and even to the church today na hata kwa kanisa leo hii that being born again ya kuwa kuzaliwa mara ya pili essentially denotes kimsingi kunamaanisha the sonship with god wana pamoja na Mungu that you may now be children of god almighty ya kuwa sasa na mkafanyike watoto wa Mungu mkuu mwenyezi that is what jesus is speaking in this scripture here to the church hicho ndicho yesu anazungumzia katika andiko hili kwa kanisa even as he dialogues with nicodemus hata anaponena na nicodemo it says to be children of god not born of natural descent Anasema kuwa watoto wa Mungu ambao wamezaliwa si kwa damu no way, na basi hakuna namna yoyote ambapo nyanja zilizoumbwa zinapaswa kukuelewa na kukufahamu so, na basi ninawatakeni mkaelewe kwa wazi kabisa that when Jesus came to dramatize ya kwamba wakati Yesu alikuja kuonesha this act hili tendo of being born again la kuzaliwa mara ya pili and being born of water and the spirit na kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho he essentially centralized the baptism of the church kimsingi alikweza ubatizo wa kanisa again baptism of the church na tena ubatizo wa kanisa is seated at the very center umeketi katika shina la katikati of this conversation that Jesus is having with Nicodemus la mazungumzo haya ambayo Yesu anayo na Nicodemo a conversation mazungumzo that trickle down percolate to the very fabric of the church today yanayotiririka na kuathiri shina kuu la kanisa leo hii that baptism is what jesus was talking about here yakuwa yesu alikuwa akizungumzia ubatizo mahali hapa and we know that that is absolutely consistent natojua kwamba hiyo inaambatana kabisa kabisa with the fact that unless we be baptized na swala ya kwamba tusipobatizwa by the holy spirit of the lord naye roho mtakatifu wa bwana we cannot see the kingdom of god hatuwezi kuona ufalme wa mungu now if you see the works that took place in matthew chapter 3 na sasa ukitazama kazi zilizotendeka katika mathayo mlango wa tatu When Jesus was baptized. Wakati Yesu alibatizwa. Then you will surely understand. Basi kwa hakika utaelewa. This whole concept, spiritual concept. Hili swala lote la kiroho. Of being born again. La kuzaliwa mara tena. In the church. Katika kanisa. And I repeat this to the church today. Na ninarudia haya kwa kanisa leo hii. That unless the Christian be born again yakuwa wakristo wasipozaliwa mara ya pili they cannot hawawezi see the kingdom of god hawawezi kuona ufalme wa mungu and again i say this na mara tena ninarudia haya that unless the church yakwamba isipokuwa kanisa be born of the water 
Lizaliwe kwa maji na kwa roho. Hawawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu. Mathayo mlango wa tatu ni muhimu zaidi mahali hapa watu wa dhamani. Na tunaona ubatizo wa Yesu. In verse 13 says, Katika mstari wa 13 anaposema Then Jesus came from Galilee from the Galilee or Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John Kisha Yesu akaja kutoka Galilaya mpaka mto Yorodani ili Yohana ambatize Verse 14 Mstari wa 14 But John tried to deter him saying I need to be baptized by you and do you come to me Lakini Yohana akajitahidi kumzuia akimwambia Mimi nahitaji kubatizwa na wewe nawe waja kwangu nikubatize Verse 15 Jesus replied Mstari wa 15 lakini Yesu akamjibu Let it be so now it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness Kubali hivi sasa kwa maana ndivyo itupasavyo kwa njia hii kuitimiza haki yote Then John consented Hivyo Yohana akakubali John consented Yohana akakubali Verse 16 Mstari wa 16 This is the most important place for you Hapa ndipo mahali pa muhimu zaidi kwa ajili yako As soon as Jesus was baptized he went up out of the water At that moment heaven was opened and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him Na Yesu alipokwisha kubatizwa mara alipotoka ndani ya maji ghafla mbingu zikamfungukia akamuona roho wa Mungu akishuka kama huwa na kutulia juu yake and a voice from heaven said nayo sauti kutoka mbinguni ikasema this is my son whom i love and with him i am pleased huyu ni mwanangu mpendwa ambaye ninapendezwa sana naye So what you want to very much understand in this conversation Na basi kile unachotaka kuelewa kabisa katika mazungumzo haya That Jesus had with Nicodemus Ambayo Yesu alikuwa nayo na Nikodemo Is the fact that when we as Christians Ni swala kwamba wakati sisi kama Wakristo When you as Christians Wakati wewe kama Mkristo become born again wakati unapozaliwa mara ya pili there is a very central process of baptism kuna hatua nyeti kabisa ya ubatizo that consumes that consumes your life inayoyateketeza maisha yako and you see clearly na waona kwa wazi kabisa that jesus ranked the being born again in two stages ya kwamba Yesu aliweka huku kuzaliwa mara ya pili katika hatua mbili the first preliminary stage the primary stage hatua ya kwanza kabisa ya kimsingi the prerequisite stage ile hatua ya mwanzoni is the baptism of water ni ubatizo wa maji 
And in that baptism of water Na katika ubatizo huo wa maji it becomes very clear Anafanyika wazi kabisa that there is the taking away of the old self Ya kwamba kuna kuondolewa kwa utu wa kale There is the creating of a pathway away Kuna uumbaji wa njia to be able to conversation with the spiritual realm ili kuweza kuwasiliana na nyanja za kiroho and we see very clearly that Jesus is baptized na tunaona kwa wazi kabisa kwamba Yesu anabatizwa and heaven opens na mbingu zinafunguka we can say a portal a portal open in heaven tunaweza kusema kwamba tundu ilifunguka mbinguni like portal vein you know see the pathway kama portal vein yani namna ya kuwasiliana a channel of communication njia ya mawasiliano opened ilifunguka in heaven after jesus was baptized in the water jumbinguni baada ya yesu kubatizwa katika maji and when that channel the portal was opened na wakati njia hiyo ilipofunguka then the communication the contact with heaven was developed basi mawasiliano yani ushirika na mbinguni ukaweza kutengenezwa and god the father naye mungu baba spoke from heaven akanena kutoka mbinguni and what does god the father say na je mungu baba anasema nini the first thing he pronounces jambo la kwanza analotaja is the sonship ni uwana that this is my son yakuwa huyu ni mwanangu and that is what you see i took you back to in john chapter 1 na hicho ndicho mnachokiona niliwarudisheni katika yohana mlango wa kwanza when he said that those who believe in him aliposema ya kwamba wale wanaomwamini he drew them aliwavuta He brought them they got caught up with him Aliwaleta walijipata wameshikwa naye to the place where he brought them Mahali pale alipowaleta to be the sons of God the children of God Wakawe wana wa Mungu watoto wa Mungu And that is the being born again Na huko ndiko kuzaliwa kwa mara ya pili That is not a physical birth Huko si kuzaliwa kwa kijinsia That birth has nothing to do with the physical world. Huko kuzaliwa hakuna chochote cha kuambatana na ulimwengu wa kijinsia. And that's why you quickly begin to understand the error. Na ndo manake kwa haraka waanza kuelewa lile kosa. That has consumed the church. Ambalo limeliteketeza kanisa. And the Christians today. Na wakristo leo hii. Because they say they are born again. Manake wanasema kwamba wamezaliwa mara ya pili. But yet we see that this na ili hali tunaona kwamba huku kuzaliwa mara ya pili kuna libadilisha kanisa kabisa kabisa kufanyika watoto wa Mungu kumaanisha ya kwamba sio wale waliozaliwa kwa mapenzi ya damu not born out of the decision of a husband or of man na sio wale waliozaliwa kwa mapenzi ya mume ama ya wanadamu but this is a totally new birth lakini huku ni kuzaliwa kupya kabisa where now they are born 
of the Holy Spirit born as children of God. Ambapo sasa wamezaliwa na Roho Mtakatifu, wamezaliwa kama watoto wa Mungu. But look at this other second level. Lakini tazameni hiki kiwango kingine cha pili. The second kada which I've already gone ahead of myself. Kiwango cha pili ambacho tayari nimekwisha kujitangulia. Look at this. Tazama hii. He says, anasema that even as you are baptized in water the way Jesus was ya kwamba hata wakati unapobatiza katika maji kama vile bwana Yesu alivyobatizwa then god almighty basi mungu mkuu mwenyezi is now able to develop a channel of communication contact sasa anaweza kutengeneza njia ya mawasiliano njia ya uhusiano with the church na kanisa and declare na kutangaza that this church ya kuwa hili kanisa these christians hawa wa kristo now they are my children sasa wao ni watoto wangu now you become a people of god the children of god sasa mnafanyika watu wa mungu watoto wa mungu which means you have nothing to do with the world anymore manake ni ya kwamba hamna chochote cha kuambatana na ulimwengu mara tena The world represents the flesh. Ulimwengu unasimamia mwili. The created realm. Nyanja iliyoumbwa. You may walk up and down. You may need the flesh to reach there. Waweza kutembea hapa na pale. Waweza kuhitaji mwili ili kufika kule. To reach here. Kufika hapa. To do this. Kufanya hili. But never was the flesh intended to be the end to be the final product of being born again lakini kamwe kabisa mwili haukuwahi kukusudiwa kuwa ndio hatima ya kuzaliwa mara ya pili the flesh is a means mwili ni mnofu but never was it intended to conquer the being born again lakini kamwe haukukusudiwa kuweza kushinda kule kuzaliwa kwa mara ya pili look at these precious people tazameni hii watu wa dhamani Then again. Nakisha mara tena. The voice of God the Father said. Sauti ya Mungu Baba ikasema hivi. When Jesus came out of the water. Wakati Yesu alitoka ndani mwa maji. He said, "With whom I am well pleased." Ambaye ninapendezwa sana naye. That means. Hiyo inamaanisha when we become born again wakati tunapozaliwa mara ya pili believe in Christ Jesus of Nazareth na kumwamini Kristo Yesu wa Nazareti and then be baptized in water na kisha kubatizwa katika maji we become pleasing to God almighty tunafanyika tunaompendeza Mungu mkuu mwenyezi God then takes pleasure in our life na basi Mungu anapendezwa na maisha yetu and i think this is what christians have not understood na ninafikiria hiki ndicho wakristo hawajaelewa they have not understood that when they are born again hawajaelewa ya kwamba wakati wanapozaliwa mara ya pili god takes pleasure in their life Mungu anayafurahia maisha yao and so in everything they do na basi katika kila kitu wanachotenda they ought to please god with all their life wanapaswa wakampendeze mungu kwa maisha yao yote you should even stop here sasa basi unapaswa kusimamia mahali hapa and ask yourself na ukajiulize 
Have I pleased God Almighty? Je, nimempendeza Mungu mkuu mwenyezi? With all my life. Kwa maisha yangu yote. With everything I do. Na kila kitu ninachofanya. Ever since I was born again. Tangu siku ile nilipookoka. But what is even most important? Lakini kile ambacho ni cha muhimu hata zaidi. Is finally now. Ni wakati ambapo hatimaye sasa. When the Holy Spirit of God. Wakati Roho Mtakatifu wa Mungu comes like a dove. Wakati anapokuja kama hua. Precious glorious white dove. Hua mweupe wa utukufu na wadhamani. And light and settles. Na kutua and befall. Na kutulia our Lord Jesus. Juu ya Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo. Now that is what Jesus meant. Basi hicho ndicho alichomaanisha Yesu. When he had this dialogue and discourse alipokuwa na haya mazungumzo with Nicodemus. Naye Nicodemo. Because he said, Manake alisema, unless a man be born again, ya kuwa mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hawezi kuridhi ufalme wa Mungu. But look at this now. Lakini tazameni hii sasa. He said further on. Alisema kwa kuendelea that unless a man be born of water and the spirit ya kuwa mtu asipozaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu. And now we see that the being born of the water na sasa tuona kwamba kule kuzaliwa kwa maji essentially kimsingi talks about the water baptism kuna nena kuhusu ubatizo wa maji the water baptism ubatizo wa maji that creates a channel ambako kuna tengeneza njia that gives way to the portal to the communication channel ambako kuna fungulia ile njia ya mawasiliano between the church and god in heaven kati ya kanisa na mungu wa mbinguni and when that channel is created na wakati njia hiyo inatengenezwa then finally now basi hatimaye sasa the holy spirit baptizes the church roho mtakatifu analibatiza kanisa but how do the christians live to please god lakini je wakristo wataishi namna gani ili kumpendeza mungu after being born again baada ya kuzaliwa mara ya pili Now look at the book of Romans. Tazameni sasa katika kitabu cha Warumi. If you look very carefully before we go to Romans, the book of Titus is very critical precious people. Kitabu cha Tito ni muhimu kabisa watu wa dhamani. Titus chapter 3. Kitabu cha Tito mlango wa 3. Verse 5. You can read it on but verses 4 and 5 onward may be important. Unaweza kusoma kuendelea lakini mstari wa 4 na wa 5 utakuwa wa muhimu. It says But when the kindness and the love of God our savior appeared Anasema lakini wema na upendo wa Mungu mwokozi wetu ulipofunuliwa He saved us Alituokoa not because of righteous things we had done Si kwa sababu ya matendo ya haki tuliyotenda but because of his mercy bali kwa sababu ya rehema zake he saved us 
through the washing of rebirth alituokoa kwa kutuosha and renewal of the holy spirit kwa kuzaliwa mara ya pili na kwa kufanywa wapya kwa njia ya roho mtakatifu again i repeat that very important na mara tena anarudia hiyo ya muhimu kabisa he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the holy spirit whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our savior anasema alituokoa kwa kutuosha kwa kuzaliwa mara ya pili na kwa kufanywa wapya kwa njia ya roho mtakatifu ambaye Mungu alitumiminia kwa wingi kwa njia ya Yesu Kristo mwokozi wetu so that having been justified by his grace we might become heirs inheritors having the hope of eternal life ili kwamba tukisha kuhesabiwa haki kwa neema yake tupate kuwa waridhi tukiwa na tumaini la uzima wa milele I want you to focus on the washing of rebirth Ninataka mkapate kulenga hasa kuoshwa kwa kuzaliwa kwa mara ya pili and renewal of the holy spirit na kwa kufanywa wapya kwa njia ya roho mtakatifu so precious people kwa hivyo watu wa dhamani you see very clearly here mwaona kwa wazi kabisa mahali hapa that when the lord jesus said yakuwa wakati bwana yesu aliposema let a man be born again yakuwa mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili and be born essentially na kuzaliwa kimsingi of water in the holy spirit kwa maji na kwa roho he implicitly implied basi moja kwa moja alimaanisha the renewal the washing of renewal kuoshwa kwa kufanywa wapya the washing of rebirth kuoshwa kwa kuzaliwa wapya and the renewing renewal na kuhuishwa of the christian through the works of the holy spirit kuhuishwa kwa mkristo kupitia kazi za roho mtakatifu hallelujah hallelujah and you see the power of baptism in the rewashing na waona nguvu za ubatizo katika kuoshwa upya and then in the rebirth na kisha katika kuzaliwa upya you see the power of baptism waona nguvu za ubatizo in belief when you believe you were baptized katika kuamini wakati unaamini ulibatizwa and rewashed na kuoshwa upya and when you are rewashed na wakati ulipooshwa upya then you were renewed in the holy spirit then you were renewed in the holy spirit ulifanywa upya katika njia ya roho mtakatifu but how were you rewashed lakini je ulioshwa upya kwa namna gani that the holy spirit may renew you ya kwamba roho mtakatifu akuhuishe romans precious people romans chapter 6 Warumi mlango wa sita watu wa dhamani is very critical here today. Ni nyeti kabisa mahali hapa leo. 
And in Romans chapter 6. Na katika Warumi mlango wa 6. This is what he says here precious people. Hiki ndicho anachosema hapa watu wa dhamani. He says Romans 6 verse 1 onward. Anasema hivi katika Warumi mlango wa 6 mstari wa kwanza kuendelea. He says what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? Anasema ya kwamba tuseme nini basi je tuendelee kutenda dhambi ili neema ipate kuongezeka Again, says, by no means na kisha anasema la hasha we died to sin how can we live in it any longer sisi tulioifia dhambi tutawezaje kuendelea kuishi tena katika dhambi verse 3 romans chapter 6 Mstari wa tatu wa Warumi mlango wa sita. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Au hamjui ya kuwa sisi sote tuliobatizwa katika Kristo Yesu tulibatizwa katika mauti yake? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Jesus was raised from the dead through the glory of the father we too may live a new life kwa hiyo tulizikwa pamoja naye kwa njia ya ubatizo katika mauti ili kama vile Kristo alivyofufuka kutoka kwa wafu kwa utukufu wa baba vivyo hivyo sisi nasi pia tupate kuenenda katika upya wa uzima. So kwa hivyo waona kule kufanywa upya ambako anazungumzia hapa. The washing that he talks about. Kuoshwa anakozungumzia. Kuna kotendeka katika ubatizo. Is essentially the death the dying with Jesus kimsingi ni kukufa na Yesu and being buried with him na kuzikwa na Yesu in water baptism katika ubatizo wa maji that is what rids us that is what takes away the flesh hicho ndicho kinaondoa hicho ndicho kinafutilia mbali mwili and when the flesh has been taken away from the church na wakati mwili umeondolewa kwa kanisa Then a portal, basi njia tundu a communication channel a channel of communication njia ya mawasiliano that channel is developed hiyo njia inatengenezwa between the created will kati ya nyanja zilizoumbwa and the spiritual dispensation na majira ya kiroho the spiritual realm of god nyanja za kiroho za Mungu and so again i repeat When the Christians are baptized. Na basi narudia tena wakati wa Kristo wanabatizwa. They have believed in Christ Jesus. Wamemwamini Kristo Yesu. And so they are baptized by complete immersion in water. Na basi wanabatizwa kwa kuzamishwa katika maji kabisa kabisa. And in that process they essentially die to self. Na katika hatua hiyo kimsingi wanaifia nafsi. And they get buried with Christ Jesus of Nazareth na halafu wanazikwa na Kristo Yesu wa Nazareti and then they resurrect when they come up and resurrect with the Lord na halafu wanatoka na kufufuka na Bwana 
and they become anew they become new creatures na wanafanyika wapya wanafanyika viumbe vipya a new creation viumbe wapya born again now born of new now waliozaliwa mara tena wamezaliwa mara ya pili sasa he says and we too may live a new life anasema ya kwamba na sisi pia tukaweze kuishi maisha mapya and he says if we have been united like this with him in his death we will certainly also be united with him in resurrection na anasema kwa maana ikiwa tumeungana naye katika mauti yake bila shaka tutaungana naye katika ufufuo wake for we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be done away with kwa maana tunajua kwamba utu wetu wa kale ulisulubiwa pamoja naye ili ule mwili wa dhambi upate kuangamizwa nasi tusiendelee kuwa tena watumwa wa dhambi Now this to me is the most critical now the most critical message to the church at this hour Na basi kwangu mimi huu ndio ujumbe nyeti kabisa kwa kanisa katika sahi in the calendar of events katika kalenda ya matukio Why because he says Kwa nini kwa kuwa anasema hivi When Jesus was talking to Nicodemus Wakati Yesu alikuwa anamzungumzia Nikodemo about being born of water and the spirit juu ya kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho he essentially meant the water baptism kimsingi alimaanisha ubatizo wa maji which is the killing the dying to self ambako ni kuua kusulubisha mwili killing of self kuua mwili killing of the flesh kuua mwili that a channel of communication the new creature the new creation the spiritual creation ya kwamba njia ya mawasiliano kiumbe kipya uumbaji mpya the spiritual creation kiumbe cha kiroho may now be born be created ya kwamba sasa kikazaliwe kikaumbwe but now we see very clearly lakini sasa tunaona kwa wazi kabisa that he is centralizing the works of the cross ya kuwa anasisitiza kazi za msalaba anakuweza msalaba kusulubisha utu wako wa kale ya kwamba wakati utu wako wa kale umesulubiwa basi utu mpya unazaliwa many christians have not understood the meaning of christmas wa kristo wengi hawajaelewa maana ya krismasi they have not understood why jesus came to the earth hawajaelewa ni kwa nini yesu alikuja duniani many christians celebrate christmas wa kristo wengi husherekea krismasi just like the heathen kama watu wasiookoka they have turned it into a secular holiday wameigeuza kuwa nilikizo ya kidunia for eating and drinking ya kukula na kukunywa for merry making ya kuponda raha for sexual sin ya dhambi za ngono for lying ya kudanganya and there is nothing at all na hakuna kitu chochote hata to do with the kingdom of god kinachoambatana na ufalme wa Mungu and there is nothing at all na hakuna kitu chochote hata kidogo to do with the redemption of men of the church kinachoambatana na ukombozi wa kanisa ukombozi wa wanadamu 
you see very clearly unaona kwa wazi sana that there is no meaning to the christian ya kwamba hakuna maana yoyote kwa mkristo for christmas ya krismasi except that you understand why jesus came to the earth isipokuwa ya kwamba ukaelewe ni kwa nini yesu alikuja duniani to save men ili kumuokoa mwanadamu except that you understand the meaning of believing in him isipokuwa ya kwamba ukaelewe maana ya kuamini ndani yake and being born again na kuzaliwa mara ya pili born of water kuzaliwa kwa maji and born of the spirit na kuzaliwa kwa roho then christmas will have no meaning to you basi krismasi haitakuwa na maana yoyote kwako christmas is meant to celebrate krismasi imekusudiwa kusherekea the advent of when god remembered man mapambazuko ya wakati ambapo mungu alimkumbuka mwanadamu and sent jesus of nazareth na kumtuma yesu wa nazareti that unless a man be born again ya kuwa mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili born of the water kuzaliwa kwa maji which means crucify the flesh manake ni ya kwamba kusulubisha mwili and the spirit na roho which means open a channel a bridge of communication kumaanisha kwamba kufungua njia daraja ya mawasiliano between the created realm kati ya nyanja zilizoumbwa ulimwengu the sinful world that he came to redeem ulimwengu wa dhambi aliyokuja kuukomboa and heaven na juu mbinguni and that is the meaning of the bridge na hiyo ndio maana ya ile daraja that jesus came to build between sinful men ambayo yesu alikuja kuijenga kati ya mwanadamu mwenye dhambi and holy god na mungu mtakatifu and you see very clearly here na unaona kwa wazi kabisa mahali hapa that the works of the cross ya kwamba kazi za msalabani became very very central zilikuwa nyeti sana sana in the conversation katika mazungumzo that jesus had with nicodemus ambayo yesu alikuwa nayo na nicodemo and nicodemus is you the church na nicodemo ni wewe kanisa You are the ones who have been going out there. Ni wewe ambaye umekuwa ukienda kule nje telling the people of the world how they should live. Na kuambia watu wa ulimwenguni vile wanapaswa wakaishi. How they should eat. Vile wanapaswa wakakule. How they should say. Vile wanapaswa wakaongee. And yet you yourself are lacking in the kingdom of God. Na ili hali wewe mwenyewe umepungukiwa katika ufalme wa Mungu. In the inheritance of that kingdom. Katika urithi wa huo ufalme. And so Jesus is telling the church today. Na basi Yesu analiambia kanisa leo hii that unless you be born again. Ya kuwa usipozaliwa mara ya pili which means you kill your old self manake ni ya kwamba uue nafsi yako ya kale by the water baptism kwa ubatizo wa maji by being born of water kwa kuzaliwa kwa maji you cannot see the kingdom of god hauwezi kuona ufalme wa mungu why kwa nini because only by the baptism of water manake ni kwa ubatizo wa maji tu the baptism of the cross ubatizo wa msalaba the killing of the flesh and the cross kuua mwili msalabani 
can the spiritual church ndipo kanisa la kiroho be baptized leo weza kuzaliwa a church that is worthy of the wedding of the lamb of god the spiritual wedding of the lamb kanisa linalostahili harusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu harusi ya kiroho ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu gracious people watu wa dhamani it is incredible to me yanishangaza kabisa even to realize hata kutambua that many christians have gone about their life yakuwa wakristo wengi wameendelea na maisha yao without truly envisaging truly understanding pasipo kuelewa na kuweza kufahamu kwa kweli realizing kutambua what it means to be born again maana ya kuzaliwa mara ya pili and to be spirit formed na kuumbwa kwa roho now listen to me precious people kwa hivyo nisikizeni watu wa dhamani when you are born of water wakati umezaliwa kwa maji that means you have centralized the cross yeye inamaanisha kwamba umekweza msalaba. The works of the cross in your life. Kazi za msalaba katika maisha yako. And when you centralize the cross into your life as a church. Na wakati unakweza msalaba katika maisha yako kama kanisa. As a Christian. Kama Mkristo. That means basi hiyo inamaanisha you have embraced umekumbatia the crucifixion of the flesh kusulubishwa kwa mwili and the sinful desires of the flesh na tamaa za mwili za dhambi in the book of isaiah it has been mentioned repeatedly katika kitabu cha isaya imetajwa mara kwa mara isaiah chapter 53 isaya mlango wa 53 verses 1 all the way down to 12 mstari wa kwanza kuteremka hadi wa 12 he talks about the crucifixion of the flesh anazungumzia kusulubishwa kwa mwili he talks about the disfiguring of the flesh ananena kuhusu kuharibiwa kwa mwili but precious people lakini watu wa dhamani in finishing katika kumalizia on this very very important message on what it means to be spirit formed kwa huu ujumbe ulionyeti kabisa juu ya maana ya kuumbwa katika roho In other words, katika maneno mengine I am talking about what it means to be born again a born again Christian today Ninazungumzia maana ya kuzaliwa mara ya pili leo maana ya kuwa Mkristo aliyeokoka leo hii I want you to turn with me to John chapter 19 Ninataka ukafungue pamoja nami kitabu cha Yohana mlango wa 19 Again John chapter 19 Na tena ni Yohana mlango wa 19 A few verses verse 38 on Mistari michache kuanzia mstari wa 38 kuendelea And here I want to emphasize on why Jesus said that you must be born of the water and the spirit na hapa ninataka kusisitiza kwa nini Yesu alisema ya kuwa ni lazima ukazaliwe kwa maji na kwa roho. And when he continued expounding na alipoendelea kufafanua on what it means to be born of water. Maana ya kuzaliwa kwa maji. We see that there is the washing away. Tuona ya kwamba kuna kule kuoshwa. The washing kuoshwa 
that takes place kuna kotendeka and i said it is that washing when you are dipped into water na nikasema ya kwamba ni huko kuoshwa wakati unazamishwa katika maji with jesus naye yesu that takes away the sinful flesh kuna kuondoa asili ya mwili ya dhambi the sinful desires of the flesh tamaa za mwili za dhambi and open the channel of communication na kufungua njia ya mawasiliano between the created physical realm kati ya nyanja zilizoumbwa za kijinsia and the spiritual realm na nyanja za kiroho that's what i want to emphasize to you here hicho ndicho ninachotaka kuwasisitizieni hapa in john chapter 19 verses 38 katika Yohana 19 mstari wa 38 kuendelea asema later Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus but secretly because he feared the Jews with Pilate permission he came and took the body away baada ya mambo haya Yusufu wa Arimathea aliyekuwa mfuasi wa Yesu ingawa kwa siri kwa sababu ya kuwaogopa Wayahudi alimuomba Pilato ruhusa ili kuuchukua mwili wa Yesu Pilato alimruhusu hivyo akaja akauchukua you see very clearly here that Joseph was a secret disciple of Jesus. Waona kwa wazi kabisa ya kwamba Yusufu alikuwa mwanafunzi wa Yesu wa kisiri. <laughs> And verse 39. Na mstari wa 39. He says, Asema, he was accompanied by Nicodemus. Naye aliandamana pamoja na Nikodemo. The man who earlier had visited Jesus at night yule ambaye kwanza alimwendea Yesu usiku Nicodemus brought a mix of myrrh and sweet smelling aloes about 70 pounds Nicodemo akaja akaleta mchanganyiko wa manemane na madukato yenye uzito wa zaidi ya paundi sabini Taking the body the two of them wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen this was in accordance with the jewish burial custom wakauchukua mwili wa yesu wakauviringisha sanda ya kitani safi pamoja na yale manukato kama ilivyokuwa desturi ya wayahudi at the place where jesus was crucified there was a tomb there was a tomb in which no one had ever been laid basi palikuwa na bustani karibu na mahali pale aliposulubiwa Yesu. Nako ndani ya ile bustani palikuwa na kaburi jipya ambalo hajazikwa mtu bado. Tomb, in other yani kaburi ambalo halijawahi kutumika. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation and since the tomb was nearby they laid Jesus there mstari wa mbili. kwa hiyo kwa kuwa ilikuwa siku ya wayahudi ya maandalio nalo kaburi hilo lilikuwa karibu wakamzika Yesu humo I want to emphasize on one thing here 
Ninataka nisisitize kitu kimoja mahali hapa. If you look at the Joseph who came with Nicodemus to take the damaged body of Jesus from the cross. Ukimtazama Yusufu aliyekuja na Nikodemo ili kuuchukua mwili wa Yesu uliokuwa umeharibiwa pale msalabani. This Joseph huyu Yusufu was also a secret disciple. Pia naye alikuwa mwanafunzi wa kisiri. Like Nicodemus was. Kama vile Nicodemus alivyokuwa. Nicodemus had monitored the ministry of Jesus. Nicodemus alikuwa amechunguza huduma yake Yesu. Despite Nicodemus coming from the Jewish ruling council. Kando na Nicodemus kuwa anatoka katika baraza la Wayahudi lililokuwa likitawala. He had already been convicted tayari alikuwa ameshawishika ya kuwa mtu huyu ni mjumbe wa amani aliyekuja kutoka kwa Mungu wetu mkuu mwenyezi jumbi nguni and we see that joseph too na tuona ya kwamba yusufu naye was a disciple of jesus alikuwa mwanafunzi wa yesu convicted and convinced alishawishika na kuchochewa that this man is the son of the living god ya kuwa mtu huyu ni mwana wa mungu aliye hai but they were secret disciples lakini walikuwa wanafunzi wa kisiri Nicodemus chooses to come to Jesus at night. Nicodemo anachagua kumjia Yesu wakati wa usiku because that was an act of separating from the Jewish tradition. Manake hilo lilikuwa tendo la kujitenga kutoka kwa tamaduni za Kiyahudi. The Jewish ruling council. Kutoka katika baraza la Wayahudi lililokuwa linatawala. And that is the separation that you the church need to take na huko ndiko kujitenga ambako wewe kanisa unapaswa kuchukua in order to discover an encounter with jesus ili ya kwamba ukawe na kukutana ama kutembelewa na yesu but what is most important lakini kile kilicho cha muhimu zaidi is that they remove the damaged body of jesus from the cross ni ya kuwa waliuondoa mwili wa yesu uliokuwa umeharibiwa pale msalabani and put the na kuweka manemane chungu and we remember the magi na tunakumbuka wale mama jusi when jesus was born in the manger wakati yesu alizaliwa katika hori ya ngombe the magi already spoke of the crucifixion of jesus wale magi tayari walizungumza juu ya kusudubiwa kwake yesu in the way they worshiped jesus in bethlehem katika jinsi ambayo walimwabudu yesu bethlehemu they put the gold purified gold waliweka dhahabu dhahabu iliyotakaswa mbele za mtoto Yesu in Bethlehem kule Bethlehem the three wise men yani wale watu watatu wenye hekima they put purified gold which symbolizes the purity of god waliweka dhahabu safi kabisa iliyotakaswa ambayo ilisimamia usafi wa Mungu that jesus was going to live on this earth ambao yesu alikuwa anaenda kuishi hapa chini duniani the purity the holiness of god usafi utakatifu wa Mungu that he was going to live as the messiah alikokuwa anaenda kuishi kama masia who has come to redeem man aliyekuja kumkomboa mwanadamu from this sinful world kutoka katika ulimwengu huu wa dhambi he was going to live 
a life of purity and holiness alikuwa anaenda kuishi maisha ya usafi na utakatifu and they put bitter na wakaweka manemane chungu which symbolizes the fact that this life of purity inayosimamia swala ya kwamba haya maisha ya utakatifu that you the messiah ambayo wewe masia that you are going to live on this earth ambayo unaenda kuyaishi hapa chini duniani in order to redeem man ili kumkomboa mwanadamu this life of purity haya maisha ya usafi which is symbolized by the purified gold ambayo yamesimamiwa na dhahabu iliyotakaswa is going to bring you bitterness yatakuletea uchungu extreme bitterness on earth uchungu mkali kabisa duniani because you are going to testify manake unaenda kushuhudia on the same that men commit dhidi ya dhambi ambazo mwanadamu wanatenda on the things of the world dhidi ya dhambi za ulimwenguni we know that the devil is the greatest author of counterfeit twajua ya kwamba shetani ndiye mwanzilishi mkubwa kabisa wa ubandia just as the church the christian kama vile kanisa mukristo you are the holy habitation wewe ni makao matakatifu first corinthians chapter 6 wa korintho wa kwanza mlango wa sita mstari wa 12 kuendelea he says asema your bodies are the holy habitation the holy temple of the holy spirit ya kwamba miili yenu ni hekalu takatifu makao matakatifu ya roho mtakatifu and so in that way na basi katika namna hiyo the devil also ibilisi pia uses the bodies of men anaitumia miili ya wanadamu as his habitation kama makao yake and that's why when the rapture takes place na ndio manake wakati unyakuzi unatendeka and the church is taken away na kanisa linanyakuliwa that means the holy habitation of the holy spirit has been taken away hii inamaanisha kwamba makao matakatifu ya roho mtakatifu yamechukuliwa then the holy spirit basi roho mtakatifu is also taken away at rapture pia naye anachukuliwa wakati wa unyakuzi but the three wise men lakini hao watu watatu wenye hekima When they met baby Jesus at Bethlehem. Walipokutana na mtoto Yesu Bethlehemu. They laid gold. Wakamwekea dhahabu. That symbolizes the purity of God. Hiyo inasimamia utakatifu wa Mungu. That was in Jesus. Uliokuwemo katika Yesu. The purity of holiness. Usafi wa utakatifu and righteousness aliyokuwa anaenda kuongoza and live on this earth na kuishi hapa chini duniani anapokuja kumkomboa mwanadamu wa dhambi lakini ile manemane chungu ilikuwa ule uchungu that now because he's going to testify ya kwamba sasa kwa sababu anaenda kushuhudia against the devil dhidi ya shetani against the sinful world dhidi ya ulimwengu wa dhambi now mankind sasa mwanadamu who have been inhabited by the devil ambaye alikuwa amekaliwa na shetani shetani amekaa ndani yake they are going to be offended sasa wangechukizwa when jesus testifies against sin wakati Yesu anashuhudia kinyume na dhambi so they would fight him bitterly 
and crucify him. Kwa hivyo wangempinga vikali hadi wamsulubishe. But in that crucifixion of bitterness. Lakini katika huko kusulubishwa kwa uchungu. The Frankenstein ile uvumba ya manukato safi ambayo wale watu watatu wenye hekima waliweka mbele za Yesu ilisimamia yale manukato safi ya dhamani from the damaged body of Christ from the cross yaliyokuwa yanaenda kutoka katika mwili wa Kristo ulioharibiwa pale msalabani into the throne room of God hadi katika chumba cha enzi cha Mungu saturating it na kuenea kule with this precious fragrance of worship at the cross na haya manukato ya dhamani ya ibada msalabani and that now god the father na ya kwamba sasa mungu baba would atone for the sins of men angeziondoa dhambi za wanadamu that is the message that jesus spoke to nicodemus huo ndio ujumbe ambao yesu alimnenea nicodemus when he said unless a man be born again aliposema ya kwamba mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu mtu asipozaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu kwa hivyo ubatizo wa maji ni kuua mwili My total burial with Jesus. Yaani kwa kuzikwa kikamilifu na Yesu to create a communication channel. Ili kutengeneza njia ya mawasiliano. A portal. Tundu into the spiritual realm of heaven. Hadi katika nyanja za kiroho za mbinguni. That now the Holy Spirit may descend on the church. Ya kwamba sasa Roho Mtakatifu na akalishukie kanisa. And pronounce sonship na kutangaza uwana this is my son huyu ni mwanangu these are my children hawa ni watoto wangu and pleasure na kupendezwa whom i am pleased with ninaopendezwa nao when they live their life wakati wanapoishi maisha yao their life now please me sasa maisha yao yananipendeza and then say finally na kisha aseme baadaye that this Real, this realm in the church ya kwamba nyanja hizi kanisani belong to the kingdom of god ni za ufalme wa mungu and then declare finally na kisha katangaze baadaye that that church ya kwamba hilo kanisa born of water lilozaliwa kwa maji baptized of the holy spirit limebatizwa kwa roho mtakatifu is the rapture church ni kanisa la unyakuzi the bride of christ Bi harusi wa Kristo. So you see there is no room for sin. Na basi waona kwamba hakuna nafasi ya dhambi. There is no room for the created realm. Hakuna nafasi ya nyanja zilizoumbwa. In this conversation. Katika mazungumzo haya. This is what I wanted you to understand. Hiki ndicho nilichowataka mkaelewe. Even as you prepare. Hata mnapojiandaa in a very festive time across the globe katika msimu huu wa karamu kote kote duniani when everybody is celebrating christmas wakati kila mtu anasherehekea krismasi without really understanding pasipo kuelewa hata kidogo the underpinning ule ujumbe wa ndani of the emissaries 
the messenger wa mjumbe the messiah masia christ jesus of nazareth kristo yesu wa nazareti who was sent to redeem men aliyetumwa kumkomboa mwanadamu may you find a new walk basi na ukapate mtembeo mpya with the lord jesus na bwana yesu out of this conversation kutokana na mazungumzo haya that jesus had with nicodemus ambayo yesu alikuwa nayo na nikodemo for those who have ears kwa wale walio na masikio let them listen wacha na wakasikize because kwa kuwa the mouth of the lord kinywa cha bwana he has spoken amenena